1: Okay, so I'm recording. Great. That's good. Good Welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. Do us a quick solid and just go give us a rating. Uh, Definitely. Definitely five stars. Or four stars if you listen throughout the season. Oh, no. (laughs) Leave us a comment whatever blah 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 and tell us your favorite ever seattle sounders fc player from mls cup playoff heroes nelson valdez to jmo jordan morris this week it's the trying to prove this podcast wrong about everything sounders fc (laughs) somehow have a bye week it's good to be wrong brandon
0: it it is so good to be wrong especially when the sounders are so
1: they're so hot right now Mm. sorry i was drinking my beer at the same time um that match, this uh, this this past match, did not look like a team that was so hot.
0: <laughs> no, uh, it's it's funny. Like last week, we we just just dumped on the Sounders <laughs> um, for 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 statistically for having put up like the best half of a season the MLS has ever seen. Uh, that's a fact. That's not just a me uh, over sensationalizing the situation. Like they statistically put up the best half of a season that the Sounder that the MLS has ever seen. Uh, Yet they looked like garbage during the first half and even most of the
1: second half uh, over the weekend. Hey, you know what? They're kind of like Weezer because Weezer has not been able to really crush it with a big um, smash hit that stays around for a long time. And people kind of were like, what are they doing? And then they deliver a cover of Toto's Africa. And it's like they're the biggest deal ever, despite that song kind of being garbage.
0: You mean they covered a smash hit that's been around for a long time, and created a smash hit that's going to? Do you think it'll it'll outlive? Which one do you think will
1: outlive the other? Africa's or Weezer, or sorry, Toto's or or Weezer's? Oh, uh, at this point now, Weezer, because you only hear Africa from Toto playing like on a random coffee shop, or like not even coffee shop, but like old guy uh, bar or something like that, like classic rock. Weezer is classic rock now.
0: At this point,
1: so they're like, they're they're covering an oldie. (laughs) Wow, this is this is depressing.
0: (laughs) Speaking of covering oldies, I would say that uh, this season of the Sounders is basically the Sounders playing their hits. And if anything, this match was a match that mirrored each of the Sounders' last three regular seasons. Uh, Totally sloppy for the first half, but somehow turned it around within the second half using. A new signing to gear huge points. So,
1: well, I uh, don't like your analogy. I agree with what you're saying.
0: uh, Yeah, totally sloppy first half. Um, Okay, this this whole day. If you're gonna
1: cover the hits, then like, would say they did a good job of stopping Chris Wondolowski.
0: (laughs) That's that's uh, that would not be playing the hits. If they were play, if they were truly playing the hits, they would have let Chris Wondolowski score like three goals on them. Yeah. Uh, That whole day, the whole day was crazy. So decision day in MLS means all of the teams play each other at the same time. um, And by the end of it, even
1: Colorado,
0: even Colorado plays with no playoff implications. But somehow, actually, with serious playoff implications, just not for themselves. They uh, end up doing the Sounders solid. Um, All the teams play at the same at the same time. And by the end of it all, um, how it all shakes out is after all the results are counted, um, you look and that's who's going to be in the playoffs and uh, it was the craziest decision day in the three years that the that MLS has been doing it. By the beginning of the day, the Sounders started in fourth place. We talked about this last week with the ability to end between second and fifth. Throughout the match, as goals were scored in games around the league, uh, the Sounders started in fourth, moved up to third, moved back down to fourth, <laughs> back to third, and then all the way up to the se- all the way up to second place. And me, after four thousand tums. <laughs> very excited
1: uh brendan i would actually like to see how huge your stomach got after that many because i can only imagine like if you had four thousand anything, anythings but then tums on top of that i'm in
0: when you start when you start taking tums and we start to feel sick after taking too many tums i think <laughs> you're just supposed to take tums to make yourself feel better
1: you're, you know you're supposed to drink beer at that point to make the tums less effective uh, beer and fighting, straight hot sauce fight. man <laughs> fighting fire with fire yeah you're like metallica <laughs>
0: I'm like that seventy show, Ashton Kutcher. Um, it's the. <laughs> That was a, Yeah, no. It's wow, that weird. was
1: that was amazing. How the air got sucked out of the broadcast room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: amazing, amazing phenomenon. Uh-huh. Keep going.
1: Is, yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, poor Brandon. It's just like the perfect post-season wrap-up uh, episode. I'm just so excited
0: talking about soccer that talking about all of these dumb jokes isn't from <laughs> um, you. So it's crazy. So the Sounders could have ended in fourth or third or fifth. Third or fourth would have secured him a home home match in the playoffs. But going all the way up to second place, there was like a very, very slim chance. I think 538 was giving it a 6% chance that the Sounders move all the way up to second place because it required that in another match, Colorado, a very, very hot garbage team, beats FC Dallas, who was sitting at second in the league going into the day. Um, Colorado was also sitting a bunch of guys who uh, would have been the people who might make the team win uh, against a team like FC Dallas. But uh, they instead started a 17-year-old who scored his first professional goal uh, and that drew that match level, and then they won the match later on. The Sounders, however, uh, went one down to a Chad marshall own goal in the first half, and then – used two Raul Ruidiaz Diaz goals in the second half, including one in like the 93rd minute in order to secure their win as Colorado goes on to be FC Dallas and Sounders jump up to second, earning a bye week all the way straight through to the Western conference semifinals, meaning through two legs in the semifinals. If they can win through that, they are in the Western conference finals and they're only two two-leg games uh, out of the MLS Cup final for the third time in three years.
1: Meanwhile, Colorado is singing, I've got no legs. <laughs> I've got no legs.
0: What's even crazier is that the Sounders secured with the win, secured their third. I mean, we talked about this. They have the worst first half of a season that i think we've ever seen uh and with the win on over the weekend the sounders secured their third best record on points uh in their mls history with 59 points that's only three points out of first in the west um and like i said before it was statistically the best half of a season in mls history they went 14 2 and 1 in their last 17 matches so that's 14 wins two losses and one draw. Well, dude,
1: and then you look at that, if you finish top four in the league, if you're in England, you're going to the Champions League, not the Cup of CONCACAF Champions Cup or whatever. We're not going to that one. No. Um, You're going to to the big boy UEFA Champions League.
0: And that's and that's what's nuts. Even even if you break it down by uh, conference, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, obviously, the Eastern Conference had two incredibly strong teams. Red Bull, uh, New York Red Bulls go on to win the Supporter Shield. Atlanta comes in second tying. Well, before Red Bull won, uh tying the regular season record for points one in a, in a regular season, even with that. If you put both of the conferences into the same uh, bucket, the Sounders still would have ended fourth behind those two and Kansas City. So, um, yeah, your 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 comparison to the UEFA Champions League still stands. It's not just like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's that's Western the clarification
1: I needed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, I just got to say, as far as uh, as far as Atlanta not winning the supporter shield. Listen, I think Atlanta's a fun team to watch. They got a lot of like big goal scorers. That Josef Martinez is something else, right? They play in that crazy facility. It's pretty neat. And it's pretty neat to see the next team that everyone's talking about like they did when Seattle started in MLS, okay? Fine. But to see them not win the Supporters' Shield brought me such a dark, evil, like bitter pleasure because my dumb mother-in-law, who lived in Atlanta for a million years, moved here after Atlanta became a team in MLS and still supports them over Seattle like a big dumb jerk and so to see them not win it on decision day uh, i know I, I know we shouldn't savor like these dark evil things that will turn into cancer and kill you but boy i'm just holding on to it for as long as i can
0: well, and this on top of the fact that if I remember correctly, your mother-in-law didn't care about soccer until Atlanta had a team while her son-in-law was like very into the Sounders at the time.
1: Yeah, and like working with the squad and like doing the broadcast and stuff and just like could not be bothered. But as soon as not only Atlanta has a team, but they're good, then we're going to talk about it. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> on You know, I'm actually kind of glad that Atlanta didn't get it uh, also because it's, it's as much as I don't. As much as I want the Sounders to win it in the West, if somebody's going to win it in the East, to watch New York Red Bulls who have gone through, uh, they went through two coaches this year. They lo- they lost their coach halfway through the season. Um, they're playing with a ton of homegrown guys on their squad. Yeah. And to go get 72, no, yeah. 71 points on the season and pick up the supporter shield despite all of that, despite of the fact that they're using Aaron Long, who was cut by the Sounders uh, like a, a couple of years ago, in their defense, and he's a guy who's a, a real contender for Defender of the Year alongside our own Chad Uno-Quattro, our goal-scoring Chad Uno-Quattro. Yeah, yeah. So he's scoring on ourselves.
1: With a head of eggshells, Chad <laughs> Uno-Quattro.
0: But yeah, cool to see uh, Red Bull set the record for points in a, in a regular season, uh, hoping on the 4th of July, Sounders had 12, 12 points. <laughs> it, 12
1: points Okay, uh, <laughs> and time, a, dude and like was that one where they, they, they had the 1.67% chance of making the playoffs
0: that was in that was at the end of June yeah so like June June 30th it was like a 1.6 or something percent on the 4th of July they had 12 points Kansas City who was first in the West at the time uh, and ended first had 32 points okay so Sounders had 12 Kansas City had 32 hmm. Kansas City ended with 62, only three points above Seattle uh, with 59. So the math says that if the Sounders had played the way that they played the second half, basically since the 4th of July, if they had played like that all season, they would have ended the season with 94 points. The oh MLS God. record, which was set by New York this year, is 71. Well, so that's- Twenty-three points more than the MLS record, the brand new MLS record. Um, so, you
1: know what they in- say about Schmetzer? American Pep Guardiola. <laughs> He's almost as bald. <laughs> I wish I had an, uh, a sick burn button for you, Brandon, because I would push it.
0: <laughs> so Sounders earning the buy, uh, they move into the automatically move into the um, the conference semifinals. And they will play one of either Dallas, Portland, or LAFC. Uh, FC Dallas plays Portland in Dallas on Wednesday, um, October 31st, Halloween. Uh, LAFC plays RSL in LA on Thursday. Um, Let's just talk about that, too. Uh, RSL, was all they could do was hope that LA Galaxy would not get a win and jump them for the last spot in the MLS playoffs. Uh, LA Galaxy goes 2-0 up against Houston in LA with Zlatan on the field.
1: Which would have secured it for them. They would have bumped RSL had they held on to the win.
0: Yeah. And then they go into an epic meltdown and give three goals to Houston. Houston goes on and wins and gives RSL the final spot. Yo,
1: shout-outs to former Los Angeles Galaxy player and current LA Galaxy killer – Uh, Jazzy Zardes for really chopping down that franchise yeah (laughs) he pulled his best Roger Levesque and LA Galaxy was their Nate Jacoba. yeah
0: that's uh I I think as soon as they pulled uh Zardes out of that roster out of the Galaxy roster you know Zlatan is no is is no Zardes replacement
1: (laughs) yeah I mean clearly old man was he done uh, yeah, hey, you know, I actually, I got to step in here for a second because last week I was real hard on Zlatan. I said, "Come play on turf, you." <laughs> b-. I just want you to know that, and everyone, because I heard it from no one about how upset they were from this. But I was, I felt badly because I really, genuinely like Zlatan Ibrahimovic like a lot. That guy does crazy side blade kick karate moves to score goals, and like the things he's working on to beat people is crazy the guy is wonderful and affable and he was on jimmy kimmel was delightful putting marshmallows and it was just wonderful i like really think the guy is a great character so does not see him in the playoffs mls must be like
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's it's a, it's amazing because he's big and he's this like larger than life character and he's confident and he's cocky and like he basically has the best quotes he is the super villain of MLS, he says exactly what you want him to say to be the heel for all of these other teams that go in and play him. Uh, but at the same time, he does the goofy stuff on TV. Yeah. He does he does interviews. He does the funny Sports Center commercials stuff that like Clint Dempsey, who was also the heel for MLS for a long amount of time never did. So it's cool to see a player like him with like international clout come into the league and still have fun with it. You know who you Zlatan
1: know? is? Zlatan is the Severus Snape of the MLS right now. Like, you think he's the bad guy, but really you find out he's got a heart of gold. Like that he's the I, like he's the perfect heel because he's only a heel for his own amusement, not to actually be evil.
0: Right? Every time he says something crazy like I am bigger than all of Minnesota. But, you know, it's coming from the point of like, this is going to be funny to say.
1: <laughs> amazing. Uh, additionally, to see him do the floss, you know, the, the backpack dance oh, yeah. on uh, national TV and then to be roped into doing it again. Amazing. And he's like, my kids will think I'm very bad at this. And I'm like, yes, you are the, you're the best. Keep it up.
0: Uh, fortunately, there is still one. Um, some would arguably say the better Swede still in the playoffs with our very own Gustav Svensson going with the Sounders. So at least there's one uh, affable Swede still <laughs> in in them still contending.
1: I don't even know if I'd call him affable, though. He's like pretty much like he he's he, he's not really a character. He's just really good in central defense. Yeah, he
0: seems uh, he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice enough guy, at least. Cool.
1: Okay, moving on.
0: Uh, Yeah, moving on. So anyway, after all of those matches that we're talking about, so the Sounders will play the highest remaining seed uh, winning team after the quarters. So November 4th, the Sounders will play away, and November 8th, the Sounders will play at home. The highest aggregate score will advance. Okay, Uh, let's,
1: let's break this down, though. If you're listening at the appropriate time, that's before we've found out who it is. I Means Sunday and then Thursday, a home and an away f- fixture. So there's a, t- a, a tie coming up here. Sunday they'll play away and then be back at home at CenturyLink Field on Thursday. Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. Highest aggregate score uh, from those matches will move on to the conference finals. And uh, the only team that the Sounders cannot play will be Real Salt Lake. Them being the sixth seed, if they advance, the lowest seed would face the highest remaining seed. Which would be Kansas City who finished first. So the Sounders can play Dallas, Portland, or LAFC, depending on the result.
1: Oh my God. I can't I just did the math. And there's like a chance, should things go right, that we have to welcome Brad Evans back in a playoff picture with the wrong team.
0: Oh. Uh that will be maybe he'll be uh, He'll be Galaxy's Servando Carrasco, who scored an own goal when they played the the, uh, Sounders earlier this season. I'm sorry,
1: Brandon. I can't wish that on Brad Evans. I just like him too much. Uh, Fortunately, I don't think he'll have to. I don't think he's even gotten a minute for Kansas City this year. He's a locker room guy, Brandon.
0: (laughs) He's a guy who's angry with his upstairs neighbors if you've been following his Twitter.
1: (laughs) Also, he likes making fun of the kids in the parking lot. Yeah
0: brad evans and i can relate on our very loud upstairs neighbors if you've ever heard a bunch of pounding on the
1: podcast <laughs> that's great
0: um so yeah playoffs playoff picture uh, hey for found- someone who's
1: listening immediately when do we find out what who sounders face on sunday
0: So, Sounders uh, fans can find out who we're going to face on Sunday uh, after the Thursday, November 1st match between LAFC and RSL. So, if LAFC wins that match, we will face the winner of Dallas and Portland. If RSL wins that match, we will also face the the winner. Oh, we. Oh yeah, because LAFC ended third. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll face the winner of Dallas and Portland then, if I, if, if I got that right. If the standings did end with LAFC in third and not in fourth or fifth, like I'm starting to second-guess myself.
1: I'm all about bring it, Portland. I'm, I'm all about that matchup, having it be Cascadia-driven and just beating the piss out of Fartland in Portland. That'd be amazing.
0: Uh, that would be that would be amazing but at the same time those rivalry (laughs) matches start to like remove all of the skill and talent out of matches so even though the sounders might be the better team going to play portland everything goes up in the air i start to feel way less confident about the sounders odds going forward
1: i like it i like the uh, playing off of the emotion i think that's a lot more fun because watching them play against wooden spoon winner san jose does not deliver a lot of confidence (laughs)
0: no and that's and that's like I mean, fortunately, there was all of the energy at the end of the match because the Sounders won it with the final, basically the final kick of the match. They won it in the in the dying embers of the of the match. So all of the energy made me feel just as confident and excited about the Sounders going forward. But if 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 the Sounders had ended the match the way they started it with that sloppy, unable to pass, unable to string anything together, uh, I would have a lot different tune. I would be singing a lot of a lot different tune uh, going into the playoffs uh, next week.
1: So there's no way that we play. We being Seattle Sounders, I'm not on the team, but there's no way that Sounders play Kansas City in this first round because they both got a bye and they play whoever has left after the wild card games here. Okay, cool, out of the single elimination. All right, so what else? Um, So I wanted to say last
0: week we asked the question – about uh, which type of season you would rather have—a 2014 esque competitive all around season, compete for the S- supporter shield, or a 2016 to 2018 second half fury with a guaranteed MLS Cup final appearance—we put the question out to you and uh, to you listeners to see uh, what you thought. Would you prefer a uh, blaze of fury into the MLS Cup final? or a guaranteed appearance in the MLS Cup final, or a, a great season all around. Okay, so um,
1: wait, let's, let's just recap here real quick. I was staunchly on the side of Supporter Shield. I want to win the season, not the postseason. Yes. And you were?
0: As was I. I was also, uh, I want Sounders to be competitive all season. Um, I'll take an MLS Cup appearance if that's, what, if that's what happens, but I'd rather be competing just like Atlanta, even though if you don't win the Supporter Shield, to be... Uh, competing all season and going into the playoffs with a uh, with the the kind of dominance that you've had all season, I'm all about that.
1: And so, just if we're running out of time here, I gotta go. But I just want to, if you could boil it down to just one response, can you pick one of your responses here and just give me the best?
0: Yes on on Twitter, Britt Vox, aka James Woolard, the voice of the CenturyLink Field uh, Stadium, says you're comparing you're basically comparing 2014 versus 2016 Sounder seasons. I'm a biased Brit, but I'll take winning Supporter Shield over MLS Cup any day as I value performance throughout the season over performance in a playoff competition. But why not both, i.e. the 2017 Toronto season? That's the season we're talking about where Toronto set the then record for points in a season with 69. Nice. And won the MLS Cup against the Sounders, uh, which we don't like to talk about.
1: Two things about that. One, ha <laughs> ha, Toronto. Suck it. <laughs> Two... I feel like James is a bit biased here, because when there's a solid performance throughout the season, he gets to get on the PA more often and do more (laughs) announcing, and I think it's self-serving of you, James. They do pay him by goals announced, so. (laughs) That's in his contract. (laughs) Okay, that brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the magic disappearing foam spray man of the match. Who you got? I
0: got Christian Roldan for the magic disappearing foam spray. And man of the match.
1: Magic disappearing foam spray also works on LA Galaxy playoff hopes. Psst.
0: <laughs> Christian Roldan, yeah, Rui Diaz scored both the goals. Ladero had an assist. Uh, Victor Rodriguez played out of his mind, but Roldan had a uh, just the most magnificent cross I've ever seen in my entire life. Monster, Monster cross and just played uh, an amazing all-around game. Monster, Monster cross, cross this, this Sunday, Sunday at, at CenturyLink Field. The Christian Christian Roldan-Mobile. Monster
1: Monster Cross. Cross.
0: (laughs) Next week's Man of the Match is brought to you by Monster Cross. Monster
1: Cross. (laughs) One One weekend weekend only. Century League League Field pushing Pushing Sounders playoff playoff matches matches three weeks later. later. Get your your special special discount discount, super super event event tickets now through GetMyPurcs.com. Monster Cross. (laughs) At Sorry. (laughs) Hot. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. 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 Garbage. We're taking the best, the worst, and the absolute crap. It's hot. It's garbage. It's hot Hot garbage. garbage. Alright, it's who's hot, who's garbage, who's hot garbage. Start with hot.
0: Hot. Hot. That Christian rolled Dan Cross. Hot. (laughs) Hot. It's Cross that got Ru that first goal that, that drew Sounders level in the second half. Uh, I'm sorry, are you
1: referring to Monster Cross? Cross.
0: Roldan's Monster Cross. Cross. But I'm going to go with a completely different analogy for that across here good because good. somebody needs to hang that Roldan assist in a museum. It was a thing of absolute art. And as I said on Twitter during the match via our Twitter account at Full90 Extra Time we all need to sit in front of that cross which is hung in a museum and framed for a few minutes and determine what he's trying to say about our society and our culture with that cross because it was just so beautiful and so perfect and so otherworldly that uh, I think that he's he's trying to say a lot more than just equalize this match.
1: We'll get Steve Zakawani on scene to offer some expert art history advice on that now that, he's gonna, now that the season is winding down.
0: <laughs> I think who we also need to ask is Lamar Nagel, because if you go look at his Instagram after that match, he was dressed like the total art critique hipster. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> deal. <laughs> All
0: right, what else? Uh, hot. Also, uh, So according to Stealth Sloth on Reddit, who had done some digging on some statistics website, uh, Chad Marshall, Chad Uno Cuatro, has apparently gone 1,550 competitive minutes since he was last beaten on the dribble. Hot. I don't know what that means, but cool. It means that nobody, no soccer man, has run past Dad Marshall with the ball at their feet and made him look silly.
1: Now we don't have the stats for soccer women, though, because it could be embarrassing for him how bad he is at defending against ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that is very that is very very true. Um, my favorite though thing about this uh, this statistic is Colin Boozy on Reddit, who responded with, "Yeah, those are Dad reflexes."
1: Hi, <laughs> nailed it. All right, moving on, garbage.
0: Garbage, the MLS Cup playoff format.
1: Garbage. Yeah. Hold on, let's do that again. Garbage. Yeah. I could even say that's almost hot garbage because it'll be just in time for Christmas, we'll be talking about the MLS Cup final. Jeez Louise. the
0: Sounders will play this weekend and uh next Thursday, and then the 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 conference finals happen like Two or three weeks later, and then the MLS Cup final happens ten days after that. The MLS Cup final isn't played on t- until December eighth. By the time th- by the time that comes around, you will have forgotten that MLS ever existed in the first place.
1: Uh, the Virgin Mary is going to be so done with being pregnant by that time. She's going to be like, "Damn it, Jesus, get out of me!" <laughs> God,
0: uh, she's she's- late. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. My favorite, uh, hot garbage.
0: Jason Foster on Twitter. Uh, pulled up some depressing statistics, <laughs> not about the Sounders, but the fact that the the record for the most goals conceded in a single season in MLS history was broken three by three teams this year. <laughs> Hot garbage. Uh, it doesn't say a lot about MLS defending or some of those Eastern Conference teams who were putting in all of these goals, but Orlando City Soccer Club, Manchester—not Manchester United, uh, Minnesota United, <laughs> uh, also probably Manchester United at this point—and San Jose Earthquakes broke the record this season for the most goals conceded in a single season. All three of them conceded
1: a whole lot. Hot oh. garbage. People getting mad on the internet about anything that happens during the match. It's This Week in Fan Outrage.
0: Uh, This Week in Fan Outrage actually comes directly at us. Jordan Rickard on Twitter added us after the last match. He said, Hashtag hot garbage, listening to you guys whine and moan about an incredibly successful soccer team that yet again has a chance to win MLS Cup this year. Slow start can be explained due to offseason and injuries. Get over it and enjoy a team that is absolutely flying.
1: Hey, the difference here is that we're doing a critical podcast about something. We're not doing the enjoy it from the couch show while drinking beer. Yes, drinking beer is important. Yes, liking your team is important. But it's like the reason we do this is not to just be like, bro, that was awesome, right? Awesome. Awesome. Right? Awesome. Cool. That was awesome. We're going to do it. Like, this is about being critical. This is about taking the chance to do that. That being said, Jordan, thanks for listening.
0: Uh, Also, I'm I'm actually kind of like... I, I know that we're we're here to to say what we think about the team. I truly feel I think we both honestly felt after the last not not the San Jose match, but the match prior, that it was hard to feel excited about the team. We wanted to voice that. We wanted to feel uh expressed like express how we were feeling about the team. Um I will say after reading Jordan's comment, I totally also agree with you. Uh, the Sounders had a lot of things that, that contributed to their terrible, terrible start, but that doesn't change the way I feel about the team. Um, I'm actually I'm super excited about them going into the playoffs. I've liked; uh, they just seem to be really connecting with each other on the field. Um, but at the same time, I can't lie; I was not excited about it. And that sloppy first half has me a little bit worried about going into these conference uh, semifinals.
1: Yeah, I want to see a team that dominates, not like, and they like deliver the points. But like, so much of it was so fluky. Like, I want to see a team that's like again the supporter shield caliber team that you need that scores goals that has a strong defense that brings it all together for an entire season. It's been fun. I don't disagree that it's been fun to watch the team get hot like that. But it's our job to like make sure that we're expressing the full picture that we're seeing here. Personally, I'm stoked that they're going to the playoffs. It's amazing. It's cool to like make it 10 seasons in a row where that happens. We just also need to be critical so that way we can prepare ourselves and for the team to hear voices that are not just like totally bandwagon that are people that are like hey there's problems here let's get it together let's set an expectation that the team needs to do better despite setting an awesome second half of the season it's both ways as a fan i like love it but as a
0: critic i don't i went around and listened to a couple other sounder's podcasts at the same time to see um, if we were alone in the way that we were feeling a little unexcited about the the sloppy way, um, and and you know, I would say that there was a consensus uh, among some of the other podcasts that are around there about about the sounders that a lot of people are saying, yes, we're stoked. Yes, this is an amazing team. That second half of the season was incredible, literally unprecedented, um, amazing. However, there's something in the back of your mind that's nagging you. Uh, But shout out to Jordan for uh, calling us hot garbage because I think he might be the first person to call us hot garbage on the internet
1: I'm 100% all about this type of criticism because I love that you're listening and that you're doing the same thing to me That I'm doing to the team which is listening to us and critiquing us, which is super cool. So Jordan you're the best We appreciate that so much
0: um this week in fan outrage uh, somebody on the internet, I don't know why I didn't say their name, said, uh, nice goal, but beating the earthquake should only be worth one and a half points.
1: <laughs> I actually proposed something here, Brandon. This is what I want to do based on the Earthquakes. We could call it the Earthquakes Rule. Also, shout-outs to Seattle Sounders FC for winning the Heritage Cup. Hi. Yeah. Beating the, the, uh, beating the San Jose Earthquakes, the yearly tradition, and shout-outs to, uh, to um, Rahul Ruiz-Diaz for his first Heritage Cup trophy that he gets to lift. But I propose he, that playing. I want to see now, I want to see the two worst teams also have to be in a wooden spoon playoff. I'd want to punish them for being bad and make them play one more match to prove who's the worst and see what kind of performance we get out of some of these teams.
0: You want a relegation playoff, is what you're saying.
1: But, I I mean, no one's going to go down, and this league can't survive if you—I don't think the league can survive if you are sending people up and down because the teams aren't wealthy enough. But, sure, if the the television rights are worth $50 billion, then we can worry about that. But for now, I just want to, like—just a point of shame. Maybe we could put, like, a turd emoji over your team's crest if you (laughs) are the worst and you (laughs) lose the playoff for worst team. Instead of that star, we'll just put, like, a little poop there. That's amazing. All right, Brandon, I have to split. One final um, one final fan outrage. Uh, this week in fan outrage
0: actually comes from Chris Wondolowski, <laughs> the earthquake striker, who, when Ibrahimović first came to MLS, Chris Wondolowski was quoted saying to the press, I hope he helps the Galaxy finish seventh. So Chris Wondolowski looked into his Crystal Pepsi ball and saw exactly what was to come to fruition, which was Zebrahimović. <laughs> seventh place hot rubbish